0: Welcome to the Ear on Era podcast. Today we are doing the lovely county of the Kingdom of Kerry and today we are joined by Leanne Hannafin.
1: Hello Ashley. How are you today Leanne? I'm great. I'm here to talk about my beloved county so I couldn't be better.
0: (laughs) So would you like to give um, a little bit of an introduction of yourself and where you are from in the county of Kerry?
1: Sure. So I suppose I always say it depends what day you ask me where I'm from. Um, so I was born and raised in Tralee in kind of North Kerry, um, but all of my family are from Killarney. So they're about 30 minutes away from each other. So I kind of like to say I'm about half and half, but... If you're asking me on paper where I'm from, it's Trilly. So I moved up to Dublin about three years ago to study my undergraduate degree in DCU. So I studied communications, it was a brilliant course. Um, So was living on campus, was living kind of in that locality for the last three years. And at the moment I am graduated, but have still not left, um, just because of work and stuff like that. So I actually work in DCU at the moment. And yeah, I I love it up here, but they've they've never taken me away
0: (laughs) from your time in DCU. You were quite fond of radio, and you kind of brought it forward. And used to be a big person on DCU FM back in the day. So this recording is not that.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's right down my street. I know exactly what's happening. Yeah. So
0: if you ever need anyone to talk about Kerry, Leanne's your person. (laughs) Absolutely. If I was like someone completely new to Ireland, how would you describe Kerry to
1: me? Okay the late great Wishi Fogarty who used to be a broadcaster on Radio Kerry once said that there's two kingdoms the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Kerry (laughs) so if I was to describe it to you having come down from some other planet I would say it is like everything you think a kingdom is like it's located in the southwest of Ireland so we've got a very like beautiful coastline and stuff like that and we're kind of away from the hustle and bustle of some of the cities maybe like Dublin and Galway and Cork Um, and Limerick, so it is a lot quieter. And it's just, it's just like beautiful. Like the, I don't think that you'll get better scenery than you will in Kerry. Everybody is so nice. I know that every Irish person is really nice and friendly and everything, but Kerry is just somewhere that you want to go when you need a little bit of peace, a little bit of quiet, and to do it in kind of a beautiful setting, we'll say. (laughs)
0: Where would you say you are from today? What kind of mood are you in? Are you in a chilly <laughs> mood, or are you in a Killarney mood?
1: I well, at the moment I'm actually wearing my club jersey uh, from home, so um, that is isn't Chile. I'm from I'm from Chile, yeah. Today, yeah.
0: <laughs> and just for context, the colours of the club are uh, black and amber. So, how would you describe Chile?
1: So quite controversially, I suppose controversial in Kerry. Uh, Tralee would be kind of like the capital city, if you will. Um, so a lot of town or a lot of businesses are based in Tralee. And um, we've also got some of the really nice scenery that maybe when you go outside of Tralee out to the countryside, mm-hmm. you'll get some of that too within the town. So it's, it's quite an essential part of Kerry as well, which is good. So I suppose if you're looking to go to the beach, you're only maybe like a 20 minute drive from that. So, while it's kind of keeping inside and, you know, you get all the businesses and the hustle and bustle of that kind of town life, you're also very, very close to the peace and the calm and tranquility of the outer regions of Kerry. Would you have any
0: few fun facts about Kerry that you could think of the top of your head? Yeah,
1: um, I suppose, well, our first being that the tagline of Kerry is that it is the kingdom. Um, so each of the counties will have their own little tagline, so that's ours. Um, as well as that, if you are a big fan of sports and Gaelic games in particular, we're, we're quite good at the football, so we are. So we're actually the county that have won the most All-Ireland finals in Gaelic football, which is something that we pride ourselves on quite fondly. Uh, we've 37 titles already, so uh, very proud. It was actually, there's there's a little island just off kind of southwest of Kerry. Um, it's kind of off of a town called Port McGee. Um, there's an island there that just became famous in the last, I suppose, year and a half, two years uh, for being the location where they filmed some of their recent Star Wars films as well. So that's become quite a hot spot. It's a Skellig Michael, isn't Skellig, it? it's, yeah. yeah, that's it, Skellig Michael. Um, so yeah, big tourist attraction at the moment. So nice that a film of that franchise chose Kerry to to do some filming and, and rightly so because it's a beautiful part of the world oh we have the largest uh the, the tallest mountain and mountain range so um in Ireland it's called Hill so that's the tallest mountain in Ireland and that's on the McGillicuddy Reeks that's the name of the mountain range so the tallest in Ireland if you're a big fan of uh, getting out and about and outdoor activities and stuff but you spoke earlier about a really massive number of
0: All-Ireland titles that mm-hmm. I, Kerry have. But have you ever been to a final? and Could you describe the atmosphere?
1: I am very lucky enough that I have. Um, in my total, I've been to three All-Ireland finals. Four technically, but one was a replay. Um, so three of them were football finals and one was the hurling. Now we're not a huge stronghold for hurling. It's it's we're coming up and we're getting better. But talking football, I've been to pre technically football all Ireland finals. And um, my very first one was in two thousand and nine. Uh, Kerry were playing Cork in Croke Park. Obviously, had never been to an All Ireland. Was playing football at the time as a little. I was eleven at the time. Um, So it was kind of just when I got into football. So it was basically my whole entire world. So I remember getting a call from one of my friends, his or her dad had got a ticket for us. Uh, So made the long trip up, three and a half hours in the car up to Croke Park. And for what is probably one of the highlights, like the best days of my life. I actually still remember it so fondly. We were in the nally stand. So had a lovely kind of overview of the pitch and thankfully enough Kerry got the win that day against Cork. Uh, Cork would have been the rivals back in 2009 so I just remember it was like nothing I'd ever experienced before it was just like the coolest thing and it was also a time where they used to let the fans onto the pitch after the matches they don't do that anymore unfortunately but when they did we got to like run onto the pitch and stuff and I suppose like the atmosphere is just multiplied by 100 like when you get to go on and be with all the fans and stuff like that, and all Ireland final days really a day where you kind of feel like you know everybody, everyone there. So there's like eighty thousand odd people in the stadium, but every person you're like you've got something in common with them, and I suppose that's what's so special about about the GA and it being our, our national sport, is that everybody has something in common. Then fast forward, mystical All Ireland finals. I suppose the the next big one would have been. 2011 glad I wasn't at that one because they lost to Dublin uh, we won it again then in 2014 but I I missed that one as well unfortunately but just got to go to so my second second and third all Ireland final were back just last year in 2019 and um, when Kerry were playing Dublin the the famous Dublin team at the moment so first match went to a replay i cried in the middle of Croak park i was actually at the match by myself as well i i tend to do that i go to a lot of the matches myself and i cried <laughs> just like <laughs> cried before the match had even started as well i may add um so i'm a bit sad in that sense but was still so so grateful to be there and um, it's it's where everybody in the world i think you know who has something yeah. to do with the ga wants to be is is there and then was then again, there again for the replay. Unfortunately, things didn't go our way that day. But look, I guess those days are going to come and it's just about how you, uh, how you bounce back from it, I suppose. Yeah, and at least you got to go as well because I remember last year you were like, where's the ticket? Literally, I went on a big rant on Twitter as like, somebody please get me a ticket. I was like, I'll interview for a ticket. Because you don't understand, Leanne is
0: a massive GAA fan. If you haven't already. <laughs> Did you Stop pick up that. on it? Yeah. Did you pick up on that? Just but, a little. But you were very lucky. Very. How many All-Irelands have you been to that have Kerry have actually won? Or Kerry have won, I've only been to
1: one. Okay. I've been to one win, one draw and one loss. Oh. so I've kind of got everything so you've it. got
0: the mix of emotions
1: exactly like a, I've felt yeah. I think every emotion that you can from high to low I've I've been there yeah
0: well at least you have those experiences and everything like that and as well as what like you were saying about the fans all used to go swarm onto the pitch and congratulate the players after they won but yeah in recent years that's not been not allowed anymore, yeah. but at least you got to experience of that as well yeah um, aside from a uh, GAA, would be the top attractions in your county. If you were a tourist,
1: or if I was a tourist, where would you tell me to go? So there's a couple of places. I suppose it depends whereabouts in Kerry you're looking at. In my neck of the woods in Chile, we have a lovely town park that is quite famous. If, if you're thinking of coming to Chile, I would tell you to come in August because that is when we have our uh, international festival called the Rose of Chile. Um, so that is a huge deal it kind of celebrates everything and anything to do with Ireland and Ireland's culture and heritage and kind of its global footprint around the world as well so we would have representatives from you know all around Ireland obviously some from the UK Europe then overseas to the US Australia Canada kind of mad stuff but it is it's celebrating everything that truly is and everything that Ireland is as well and no matter where that you go in the world so it's a five-day festival I think they brought it back down to five days now and it's in its 61st year this year coming up so it's been running a very long time I think it might be the longest running festival in Ireland don't quote me on that, but it might be. Um, so yeah, that happens in August and there's such a buzz around the town for it. You know, like all the amusements, all the kids getting involved, right up to like little Kaylee dances and stuff like that. And the museum would put on showcases and like something for everyone. So it's like probably one of my favourite times of the year, I suppose, because I was born and raised in Kerry. So everything I know in August is just rose tree, rose tree. Um, I was involved in it a couple of years as well. So it's kind of nice to, to see why they put it all on and people coming from literally all across the globe as well. So the town like is just on such a high for that week. It's brilliant. Then taking a look to Killarney, my second home, um, there's loads to do there, kind of no matter what time of the year that you go. So there's a couple of attractions like Muckras House, which is, or well, Muckras Park, they kind of call it. Um, Which is a big house and gardens. Um, So, if you are of the outdoorsy type, um, you can go like cycling, you can like go kayaking or canoeing on the Killarney Lakes, which is beautiful, especially in the summer, of course, when we get the sunshine. And it's like a big, big walkway. You can do like trail walks and forest walks and stuff. Just about 10 minutes down the road, then from Muckers Park and Gardens is Torque Waterfall as well so we only have a couple of waterfalls and one of them being there so that's a huge tourist attraction for you know people around Kerry and people all around Ireland and the world as well that come to see it so it's not just a waterfall you don't just go and kind of look at it and there it is so you can do like kind of it's like a cliff walk I suppose up and around it as well if you kind of continue on with that walk and go up a little bit further you can get up to Mount Brandon as well so again if you're Into like walking or hiking or anything like that, there is beautiful scenery where you can do that. Around, I suppose, moving down more towards the south of Kerry, so uh, Trillium and Killarney would be more north Kerry, but then looking towards south Kerry, we have the Ring of Kerry, and so that's kind of like a a drive, it's like a loop where yeah, you can drive it. There's bus tours that go during the summer as well, so on the way, uh, you'll pass towns. Like Ventry and Sneem and Car and all these really, really quiet local um, places. But again, like the scenery around it and like the community around it is like amazing. When I say a ring, it probably sounds like you can do it like really, really quickly, but it actually takes three and a half hours to drive around. That's a long time. And that is a long time, and that's without stopping as well. So obviously, you're gonna stop, you're not just gonna drive the whole thing and look out the car window. You can, I mean, it is that nice that you can, but. You're going to want to stop off in like Sneem and Khmer and Car and Car-Savine, Port McGee and all these places as well and take in everything that they have to offer. So, loads.
0: Yeah, there seems to be so much to do in Kerry as yeah. well.
1: Oh, I actually will give a shout out to Dingle as well. This is one of our biggest tourist attractions. Funky the Dolphin. Oh my gosh, Funky yeah. the Dolphin. Like, okay, so I know funky has been there for like years. Is it the same the dolphin? We don't know, but he's there. For Fungi. I love it. He deserves it. He so deserves it. Yeah. The Funky deserves the shout out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you were talking about, about Rosa Tralee. Yes. It's big, big festival. Yeah. Lots of girls from all over the world. Love clubs come and take partake in the festival. Yeah. Big thing is what contestants do is they have talent normally to do. So if you were ever to go on the Rosa Tralee, what would you be your
1: talent you'd showcase to the judges on stage? Oh, that's such a good question. What would my talent be? I'd love to say, like, singing. I can't really sing. Well, I can sing a little bit, but I don't know if I could put myself in front of, like, a live crowd and, like, thousands of people all over the world to sing. I'm very comfortable doing it in my bedroom by myself, but um, in an ideal world, it would probably be singing. Otherwise, I'd probably do, like, keepy-uppies with a, a Gaelic football or something like that. Because <laughs> you have to do something mad with it, I think. Like, a lot of people go on and their special talent is singing or dancing but I think like you have to be a bit fun with it you know and take advantage of the fact that loads of people are watching it. there's like
0: loads of standout performances from the the Rose of festival over the years yeah like I remember one year someone met like like, dismantled a table or something. Exactly. stage, like, yeah. It
1: was like an Ikea table and she, like, unboxed yeah. the whole thing, like, Not it was... put it together. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like putting together furniture, yeah. I think back in 2011, if I'm thinking correctly, um, the Dublin Rose actually, like, was breakdancing to... Party, Party Rock, rock anthem. anthem. Like, mad stuff like that. But it's one of these things when they do, like, the highlights, when it's coming up to the festival and they do yeah. the highlights from years gone by... They are always the ones that are included in it because yeah. they're just mad. Like it's so so good. I, I feel like most people, if they
0: say they haven't thought about what talent they're gonna perform on stage of the Rose, I think they're lying. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I remember one stage I was like, "Could you play tin whistle
1: through your nose? You absolutely like, could. You play some
0: like could. a mad tune. Yeah. Oh and my like god. Have
1: one for each nostril. Oh, I love that, ashling Please do that when you're at the Cavern Rose.
0: Because then it'll be famous for years and the
1: highlights for that's it you're gonna like... come up year on year and you're just gonna become famous out of it like I no.
0: if you want a bit of entertainment obviously there are some YouTube complications of different very entertaining Rosa Tralee moments mm-hmm. which I would very much recommend to watch
1: oh so good like yeah oh everybody who goes on that stage is like very talented but like in their own kind of way
0: yeah I remember one of my neighbors from home her niece or grandniece got up and was the from Rose one year and she did Irish dancing and she was oh my god really really
1: good. So good. I just hope that we have somebody again like the Dublin Rose this year. You know something a bit mad.
0: Something memeable.
1: Yeah exactly.
0: (laughs) Something to make a meme.
1: Yeah. But a very
0: entertaining meme.
1: Best thing about the festival is actually just going on Twitter and reading everybody's (laughs) comments as it goes on because like oh
0: it's, it's very entertaining and I feel yeah. like there's so many other festivals but Rose TV just... Oh, it's just know. the
1: one like everybody no matter how much they kind of give out about it or cringe about it or whatever you will be there sitting in front of RT1 on both the nights of the selection nights glued to the TV with your phone in one hand scrolling on Twitter like and just just loving every minute of it. Yeah. Because it's just everything that Ireland is I think yeah. in one. What would you say your county's hidden treasure is something that people might not automatically associate with Kerry but that is a good one I think for me and maybe this is the reason that I'm saying it I wouldn't because I'm from North Kerry I wouldn't have explored South Kerry as much but I feel like South Kerry has the hidden gems that everybody is kind of looking for and everybody associates with Kerry and it, it just comes back to like the scenery again because we're on the coast all that we can see and all that we can talk about is that scenery like because no matter where you go in South Kerry and areas of West Kerry as well I think you're just on the border you know you're on the coastline there's a couple of like we're quite known for our our beaches as well down in Kerry so loads of little hidden beaches as well so that when you go down there and when you kind of you you have to find them as well you know it's not signposted but there would have been a couple that we would have found in like uh, areas of North Kerry as well and West Kerry where you kind of stumble across them. It might be that you're on a main beach and you keep walking the length of the beach and then you just like arrive onto this new beach. It might be as simple as that. Yeah, when you when you get to it and you're just like, there's like no people around, the water is as clear as anything, no rocks, no seaweed or anything because those are the little hidden gems and stuff. But I think that like anywhere, you want to keep your hidden gems a secret and not kind of broadcast them to the world because then they'll become mm-hmm. the mainstream ones and stuff. It's literally just about finding them nearly yourself, but there is so many in Kerry, and I suppose the main ones being the beaches that you, you will find if you kind of go looking for them, definitely.
0: That's really good. Um, where would you say it would be your
1: favorite beach? My favorite beach is definitely Banna Beach. So um, it's about 20 minutes outside of Tralee. It would have been like my beach that I went to when I was a little kid and when I was a teenager. And I still go there now every time that I manage to get home and we bring the dog there and stuff like that. But because it's been my beach from like when I was really, really little, it's always the one that we go back to. And my favourite one, um, and during the summer months you can do like loads of activities like surfing and kayaking and all that kind of stuff there. So... Um, it's, it's a lovely beach, but if you keep walking on Banna Beach, you actually end up on another beach called Ballyhig. So, so much to explore. <laughs> I can imagine it as well. Like you
0: described the beach so well. I was just yeah. oh, when it. that
1: sunshine yeah. is there in the summertime and it's just glimmering down on the water, so it's there's nowhere else you want to be photographers
0: like. Photographer's dream as well. Like, and you do a yeah. lot of photography as well. Oh so yeah, yeah, like, yeah.
1: And when I started yeah. off in photography, even before I studied my undergraduate degree, Like it was always Banner Beach, I was out at taking pictures of everything with the dog, even like on the beach, you know, and stuff like that.
0: Like it's a very, very good place. People are very interested in that or Mm -hmm. even just to go for a nice
1: Nice little stroll. Nice little stroll. Peace of mind, clear the head, absolutely. Is there any weird or wonderful celebrity connections that would have Kerry have? I suppose it depends on your definition of celebrity and you'll understand when I say the first name that I say, what I mean by that. Uh, we have Dahye O'Shea. <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> so whether or not you want to take him as being a celebrity is questionable. Um, I personally would. I think that he's great and he's had a fantastic career and all that kind of stuff. You can find him now on RT1, presenting his own show and everything. Um, he also presents The Rose of Tralee. With loads though, I suppose it depends on like what your interests are. Like, Kerry is big for like its arts and culture and music and stuff like that. So. If it's the music that you're looking for, we have uh, Walking on Cars, who are a big band. They're from Dingle and County Kerry. Yes. Can often be heard on the radios and stuff. So they've had loads of plays and had a lot of success in their career. So um, someone that we definitely campaign for, make sure people know they're from Kerry. Uh, Michael Fassbender as well. The yeah, Massive Hollywood actor. Massive Hollywood actor. He's from... Somewhere in South Kerry. Yeah. I'm not going to put my finger on it, but somewhere in South Kerry. Isn't
0: he half German and half Irish, but yeah. he grew up in Ireland, I think, most yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, so it's a bit mad. Yeah. Bit mad. Oh, we've, we've loads now, so we do. That's,
0: <laughs> a And it isn't other voices?
1: Other voices, yeah. yeah that happens in Dingle every, every summer, I think. So, yeah. again, it's kind of representing all the music and arts and culture and stuff like that that Kerry tried to instill. And, and they do, because, you know, there's a big music scene there so yeah big successful festival and um,
0: would you say there's any kind of really cool historical connections with Kerry or is there any big kind of history events that would have happened there
1: yeah so one historical figure that is associated with Kerry is Daniel O'Connell uh so big into politics uh so he was born in Carseveen in South Kerry we also have Tom Crean so we would have learned like Tom Crean is kind of instilling my head because he was just taught to us in skills so so much
0: Forgive me if I'm wrong, Tom yeah. Crean was the guy that went to the South Pole, wasn't it? Yes. That hiked to the South yes. Pole, one of the
1: first people, wasn't One it? of the first people I yeah, think. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's from Amskal um, in West Kerry. Really cool. There you go. So loads of history behind so it as well. So
0: really cool, like uh, facts and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So if you were in um, Kerry, where would you say would be your favourite places to eat? Where would be the popular places for people who go to
1: Pints? Okay. Um, one of my favorite places is a little restaurant in Killarney. It's called Max. It's on the main street actually as well. And I think one of the reasons that it's my favorite is because I went there as a kid all the time. So my Nana lives and is, uh, she lives in Killarney. So we always would have gone down the town with her and um, you know, for birthdays and stuff like that, we'd always go to Max, like food is amazing. Then I suppose more so the summer months, best place for an ice cream gonna put that out there as well I don't know if you know Murphy's it's like a brand of ice cream so they're actually like originating in Kerry and so they're based out in Dingle now they have places in in Killarney too so if you're ever looking to get an ice cream in Kerry go with Murphy's like I mean it's it's from the county so it's got to be like really really good other places then there's nice little cafes there is a nice one in Tralee called uh, yummy cafe so they do, like, you know, even if you're looking for healthy options and stuff like that, they do a lot of, like, um, vegetarian and vegan options. So really, really nice. They also do, like, the hot chocolate in the little cute jars and, like, put so much cream on top of marshmallows and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, they'd be a few a few places, but... And what would you say, so you've
0: been up in Dublin for nearly four years now. Yeah, about three and a half, yeah. What would you say would you miss most about your county when you were up here in Dublin?
1: Like, don't get me wrong, Dublin has been my home away from home for the last three and a half years. And I'm very lucky that when I did move up, I kind of found a place so quickly. But there is things that I I do miss about Kerry. I think it's, it's back to that sense of, like, home and that sense of community and stuff because obviously having grown up in in Tralee and you know spending so much time there um it's where all my family are and most of my friends would have been it's where you know I found my love of like sports of Gaelic football so would have spent a lot of time like playing at home because Kerry are like so so huge on football and stuff like that um you kind of miss that about it I know that it's kind of funny when will say, for example, Kerry are playing a match and it's it's up here in Croke Park. There will be no doubt that I will be the first one there in my Kerry jersey <laughs> kind of thing. But when you meet other people from Kerry in, whether it be Dublin or even if it's from abroad, again, it comes back to that thing of you just feel like you know them automatically. That whole, like, we feel like we're the same person because we have, we've grown up in the same place and all that kind of stuff. So I guess I just miss the things that I would have done years ago that maybe I don't get to do as much now like whether it be playing football for for my team at home or even like as simple as poking a ball outside in the garden and stuff life in Dublin is a lot of the hustle and bustle whereas Kerry it really isn't it's so chilled
0: and if you could pick one thing that would be your favourite thing about Kerry or being from Kerry what would you say it would
1: be? Because I am a little bit obsessed with sport <laughs> and Gaelic games, I would have to say my favourite thing about Kerry is the fact that we're so good at football. <laughs> okay.
0: And last question. It's a bit cheesy. Um, Might be a bit of the same. But what does your county, what does Kerry mean to you?
1: I think Kerry is just... Everything that I grew up with, all the kind of values that I have, whether it be like friendliness or loyalty like to your county or your club and stuff like that, all those values that you have grown up with and you take with you now, like it all kind of comes back to where you're from and where you learnt those values. And it's really like grassroots stuff again. It's just, again like it is home no matter where I go in the world if I'm up in Dublin for three and a half years or if I decide in the morning I want to move halfway across the world to Australia for two or three years like it will never be home like home is where I've grown up and like I have all my family and stuff like that still in Kerry so it's nearly like a more of a personality trait at the at the moment for me um, that I'm from Kerry. <laughs> like I think everybody knows this. Within the first five <laughs> minutes of of meeting me, I will somehow have dropped in that I'm from Kerry.
0: <laughs> and until next time, um, stay tuned.